Welcome to the Heart-Centered Therapist Podcast, the podcast created for you, the therapist who leads with your heart and loves serving your clients. I'm Cindy Gozanski, your host. I know that being a heart-centered therapist is immensely rewarding and powerful and intensely challenging and difficult. We're on this journey together. My mission is to help you continue loving your work as a therapist, surviving being a therapist, and feeling more connected as a therapist. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Heart-Centered Therapist podcast. I'm Cindy, and I'm so glad you're here. I know you have a lot of choices of therapy podcasts to listen to, and I'm really grateful you're joining me today. The topic for today's podcast is all about unlearning, and I wanted to share a couple quotes with you to get started. I think this is going to be a really important episode just to kind of spark your mind as we go into the new year and thinking about yourself, your own self-growth, and the growth and help that you're going to be offering your clients in the next year. So here's a quote by Gloria Steinem. The problem for most of us, men and women, is not to learn, but to unlearn. Another great quote that's about unlearning is by a futurist named Alvin Toffler. And this is what he said, the illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write but those who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. And then one more quote, Henry David Thoreau, because this concept of unlearning is really big. It's part of our human experience. So Henry David Thoreau said, when any real progress is made, we unlearn and learn anew what we thought we knew before. I just love that one. I love all three of them. I'm talking about this today because I think we might all need to unlearn and get curious about things about ourselves as therapists in 2023 and also for our clients. So one of the mental tasks I would like you to contemplate is, are you wearing a mask with your clients, with yourself, with your colleagues? with your family or friends. Maybe it's a different mask in each setting, but what mask do you have on? Today, I'm going to get really personal and share some of my masks because I'm hoping that it will resonate and allow you to unlearn and unbecome this one version of yourself to become an even better version. As therapists, We have an intellectual understanding, right? That we all undergo struggles, unpleasant experiences, and a whole range of emotions. We know this as evidence that we all share this humanity, this human experience. It's also the doorway to self-compassion. And if we're brave enough to open it, then we get somewhere. What I'm talking about today is... What if we allow this door to be open or even just cracked a little? It doesn't have to be wide open when we're sitting with clients, but what if we allow this door of our own struggles and unpleasant experiences and emotions and self-compassion to be opened a little bit? Our goal as therapists is to help our clients become 
less self-critical and less self-judgmental, more accepting of themselves. How about you? Are you doing that for you? In order to do this, we have to consider the mask. We have to consider those things that we have learned that we stay stuck in, that tends to not change, that is pretty solid. And these are the hardest things to unlearn. And yet when we do, with a lot of practice and a lot of support, growth can really happen. And so this notion of unlearning is different than just setting a New Year's resolution. This is about looking inward. And I'm not going to ask you to journal or anything, right? This isn't an assignment. This is just, let's have a conversation. And so I'm going to share some things that are my masks that I wear, that I still am needing help lifting these masks a little bit. And you know what? Doing this podcast and having listeners like yourself is part of the way that I might be able to unlearn this, that you should have this borrowed bravery and confidence from me as I share this so that it might resonate for you. Some of my masks are like my own struggles that I've experienced with personal depression and anxiety, my own mental health struggles that I've experienced as a licensed psychotherapist, right? I know some of you have experienced this too. Do we say it out loud? Mm, Not too often. Why? Lots of reasons. Fear of judgment, fear of shame, fear of somebody thinking, well, how come you know, are you a fraud? You're sitting with a client, but you're telling me you woke up feeling depressed or anxious? Really? Yeah, really. Who better? Who better than somebody who gets it? But here's the thing. Somebody who gets it and completely hides it and doesn't show it in some way is not allowing that fullness of themselves and their experience to land on their clients or on people that are important to them in their lives. Only recently, actually, have I really been able to share with my husband some of my experiences with depression and anxiety. And sure, some of that has come about because I needed some help and he's wonderful and he was there and you know what, he's pretty understanding, but I'll just share this. This is like so personal for me to share this with you because really this is a mask that is is super tight on me. So the other day we were watching the news and it talked about, you know, one in five people have a mental health issue. This is another reason I'm a super strong advocate for mental health. One in five, you know what that is? That's like, if you're in an airplane row with three and three seats across, one person in each row of the airplane has some kind of struggle with mental health. Think about that. We know this as therapists, but it's a powerful image. So we're watching the news and it was talking about youth, teenagers who are feeling really lonely and isolated in school and they're feeling anxious and lonely. And my husband looked at me and he was like, oh, did you feel like that in high school? And you know, I kind of shyly looked at him and I was like, well, yes. To some extent, I did. He's like, wow, I don't really know what that's like. He still has his friends. I mean, he's very, very fortunate to still have friends from growing up. 
that live in his same town and that he sees and you know they have a really really warm relationship not everyone does and that can impact you you know this i'm not telling you anything new what i'm trying to share with you is that the level of our human experience is really important and when we completely hide this in our work and in our lives part of our humanness is missing and part of our experience is missing and we want this so badly for our clients we want them to experience the richness and yet often we don't and this is what i want for you my listener as a heart-centered therapist to think about maybe there's a mask you're wearing that's impacting your life because we can only help others as much as we're willing to go ourselves that's kind of a tried and true phrase i think there's quite a bit of truth in it. So, you know, I'm talking about, for me, some issues with anxiety and depression, you know, and also as a beyond middle-aged adult woman right now, I experience some loneliness. I have a rich work life. I have so much to be grateful for, but do I see many friends? Not too often. And yet, what do we do? What do we tell our clients, right? We tell them, oh, you need to socialize. You need to join a group, join a meetup, find a walking group, whatever it is, go to the gym. Well, what would it be like if I had a more regular circle of friends or more regular contact with friends? I told you this was going to be pretty personal, so in for it. Part of the reason I'm sharing a couple of these issues too is because it impacts me when I'm sitting with a client, right? If I can also experience what they're experiencing, not that you're going to say, oh, I have that too. Oh, I'm so lonely. Oh, I have depression and I take an antidepressant or, um, you know, oh, I grew up with a history of trauma as a child. No, I'm not saying that you share those things, but what I am saying is when the mask for that is lifted. Your client experiences you differently. Your friends and family might experience you differently because there's a wholeness. There's a sensitivity and an authenticity about you. And so I'm asking you to just consider that. We'll talk about it a little bit more. Let me tell you some more of the mask that I wear. Uh, Work. Anybody who knows me, anybody who knows my family knows that we have super high expectations of work, super high work ethic. That's so important. It's part of my family culture, our our generations of of culture and hard work and expectation to, to succeed. And that's a really big part of my value system. And yet, Do you think that has anything to do with the other masks that I wear? That maybe sometimes I'm anxious because I'm not meeting expectations or I'm not performing to the level I wish, or I'm not feeling as productive, or I'm too caught up in doing and what I get done versus being, or that I work instead of choosing to do something social. (laughs) Guilty. I am so guilty as charged with that. And so part of that would be, what do I have to unlearn? I'm telling you right now, I'm sharing that I could unlearn choosing work instead of a social interaction. 
Another thing, a mask that I wear is, get this, having it all together as a therapist. I've been an adjunct instructor. I'm a group practice owner. I've supervised uh, clinicians and associates. Um, I'm in a supervision of supervision group. And I host uh, master's level students as interns. And so I'm constantly supporting and training and being with therapists. And I absolutely love it. Um, This is when having a work ethic like that is joy to me because I love it. I so love it. And yet there are things about being a therapist that have caused me a lot of pain. I've had severe burnout. I've had so much burnout. And my next guest is going to talk all about burnout with me. And I can't wait. I hope you will listen. But I've had a lot of burnout. And also I've had a lot of grief as a therapist. I lost two clients within one month's time. This was several years ago. But I lost two clients within one month's time to suicide. And they were not just short-term any clients. These two men were really my favorite clients. Oh my goodness. My favorite clients. I still miss them. This was like, I'm not even sure how many years ago. I still miss them. I still think about our sessions, sitting with them. And I try to carry the torch. What would they want? They would want me to not stop seeing quotes, hard clients, not stop trying to help people who are kind of messed up, right? And so I do try to carry the torch, and yet it's a mask that sometimes I wear. Often around other therapists or other colleagues, there's almost like a disenfranchisement of what we can share and be as clinicians. So that's a mask that I'm sharing with you. It's a constant pain. And ebbs and flows, and I know so many of you have experienced the very same thing. So I'm telling you that I see you. I get it. I'm here for you. Let's make this a really safe place for therapists to come, to listen, to be guests, to join our community. I have another mask that I wear. Boy, you're getting the whole gamut today. Another mask is also questioning my own spiritual resonance and residence. Sometimes feeling confused about my relationship with God. And this is so important to me because I have a family culture that goes back and forth with beliefs or not believing in God. And I'm married to a clergyman. So religion and spirituality, spirituality really more so than religion per se, is very, very important. And I sometimes struggle with that. And so that's something that I decided to put into practice each morning. I'm spending time now really looking at my struggle, really forming my own relationship with what I understand to be my God. And that's been a very helpful unlearning experience for me. It's opened me up to becoming in a different way. So I'm really grateful for that, but there's a mask right there. So these things that I've just shared with you, they're not good or bad things. They're not binary. They're not linear. They just are. You've got yours. And embracing them is what leads to our growth. And so that's what I'm inviting you to think about today and explore, right? I'm sure I touched, perhaps triggered some of you in seeing your own masks and your own issues. 
And together, I want us to think about what could we do to start unlearning that process of just always having the mask up? And maybe what if we lifted it a little bit? So taking this into the therapy room, sometimes as therapists, we actually work with our clients as if we're in a trance. Do you know what I mean? We just are politely knowing what to say, what to do. And in some way, we are really disembodied. Disembodied meaning we're out of our body wisdom. Like we're leaving that part out. We're disconnected. We're disconnected also from our heart wisdom, right? Because we're like in this trance. And you know what also is happening when we're in this trance? The mask is up. We look at these masks that we're wearing. And if we could consider just lifting them a bit, we get out of this trance with our clients and we open our hearts to them. And again, this does not mean saying, oh, I am a child with a trauma history, or I was a child with a trauma history, or I, you know, am a former addict. It doesn't mean that. It just means lifting your mask a bit and opening your heart to them because it's your heart that knows the trauma, that knows the depression or anxiety, the fear, the addiction, the pain. And suddenly that creates a different space that we then co-create with our clients when the mask is lifted. And that's why I'm sharing some of my experience with you that is so personal to co-create this different space with you, the listener, so that we can feel connected, right? What does it feel like? It feels different. And this is so important to our work as heart-centered therapists, because I think you could imagine, right, that you feel differently, you're more receptive and open when the mask isn't there. And that's what I'm saying with your clients to get you out of the trance. Letting yourself be unmasked a little bit, the door just cracked and not hiding from your own experiences, right? Your humanness, the experience of unpleasant things happening, of pain, of emotions. This inherently creates a different therapeutic space for you and your client. You co-create the space together. And so what I'm getting at is a really big distinction between doing and being, right? Doing therapy is more like that trance that I just mentioned. Doing therapy is often easier than being a therapist. And doing therapy doesn't always lead to the natural healing the way being a therapist can. So here's a very valid question. What if you want to try lifting your mask, but you're afraid you'll fail? You know you're afraid you'll appear foolish. I certainly am a little concerned how I will appear having shared some of my personal masks with you. You're afraid you might be embarrassed, feel judged, or feel lost. It's so normal to have these doubts, and it's a risk to do it. It's also... What makes it scary that we have these doubts, that we have these these fears, and anything that's new is scary. But I'm here to remind you from my own experience and essence that you can recover from any of those things. Look, I am planning to recover from doing this podcast episode. (laughs) So what does it take? It takes practice. By practicing, by asking for help, by seeking supervision with a therapist, who wants you to be fully your whole human therapist self and not just 
a doing clinician, not just a trance clinician. And then you know what? When you can be this way, you're so much more likely to feel brave, confident, and worthy. These are all the same things we want our clients to experience. We work with our clients on these issues all the time, right? As therapists, we're helping our clients unlearn. We help them break down the origins of their thoughts, their attitudes, their beliefs, their feelings. We ask them questions like, where do those beliefs come from? Whose voice is that? Do these thoughts support your mental health? Do these actions support your mental health? Are these beliefs aligned with who you want to be and the life you want to live? Is this congruent with how you want to be authentic? Lifting our own mask is no different. We're doing the same thing. We're asking ourselves who we are and how we want to show up. That's the question for 2023. And as therapists and as clients, we are learning and unlearning in the process of therapy all the time. So I can tell you to unlearn is really a renewal process. And that's what makes it a great time to do this at the start of a new year. To unlearn something, you can start by embracing change, being willing to take that risk and explore something new, to look at something. To unlearn is to embrace discomfort, to sit in that mess, to sit in the muck and step out of what you already know into something new. It's lifting the mask, even when it's a little stressful and scary. And to unlearn is to embrace curiosity. We think things are one way. We just get stuck in that. And it's really human. And sometimes it's just, it's the simpler way that we get into a rut. We forget about curiosity. Think of children. They are constantly curious and they're learning and unlearning all the time. They're in that state of renewal. They make progress. They take the risks. Maybe they don't even have the fear yet. And as a therapist and as an adult, we can make progress too. We're gifted this amazing gift of a new year to try something different. And I'd urge you to think about if we were sitting down together, you know, I'd love to imagine that I'm like the therapist down the hall, we're colleagues, and you might just pop into my office or I would pop into yours and we would have a chat. You know what? I would feel less lonely. That was one of my masks. And so I am just seeing you like that friend therapist down the hall from me and we could have a chat. And what would we say? We might talk about lifting our masks just a little bit so we could see each other. Wouldn't that be refreshing? That would feel good. I can actually feel the light and how good that would feel. And this is what I want for you in the new year. Something like that. I'm kind of like the therapist down the hall today. And that's what I'm hoping this podcast will bring to you and that type of support for each other. So really, I just want to say, Thank you for listening to me share some of the masks that I wear. And in your listening to that, you're helping me lift them just a bit. And for that, I am so grateful. I'm looking forward to seeing you soon. I can't wait to hear your feedback. Please send me any comments, any thoughts. I'm so open to what you think and sharing in this heart-centered therapist process together. Thanks so much for being here today. See you soon. 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I invite you to subscribe and leave a rating or review. It really helps other people find this podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for all the links and resources mentioned. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.